What's going on, everybody? It's Cooper and James, and we are from the Backpins. We've got a special episode for you today due to the Global Cup coming up this weekend. We're pretty excited about it. It's a unique format, only happens once a year, and one hasn't happened since 2020. James, you excited for this weekend's Global oh, Cup? I'm excited. The only thing that's that's not exciting about it is I got to watch it from home instead of in the arena. But this format is so unique and so much has grown from this format as well, which we've already touched on in the past. But I'm looking forward to it. Which team is going to step up that we don't expect? Just like at the World Finals, there's always a guy or two that will step up that we don't expect. And that's what happens when you have country pride. It may be Mexico, it may be Canada, it may be Australia. Uh, obviously, the USA and Brazil are, are both of the, all three of those teams, including the Wolves, are probably more favorites than the rest of those other teams. So which one of those other teams are going to step up? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. And like you said, that country pride slash team pride, it really, show, it really shows itself out there at the Global Cup. They really get excited about it. And you do see some surprise for performances every year. Every time they've had it, there's been a team or a guy that was a little bit iffy and they make it work. They rise to the occasion and get it done. So we're going to try something new out today. We're going to have a little giveaway with this episode and we're going to give away some shoot tapes. So the stickers that they put on there that show you where they're at. So like last weekend, it would have said bad boy mower invitational little rock, Arkansas. We're going to give away some of that stuff that was used at the 2019 global cup. So to get in that, all you have to do is message us on our from the backpins Facebook or Instagram and let us know what team you want to win. Could be Brazil, could be the Wolves, Eagles, Australia, Canada, Mexico. It don't matter. You just have to tell us who you're rooting for and you will get put in that drawing to win the shoot tape. So we're excited about that. With that being said, we got a lot to talk about. So let's get right into it. Grab them slides, boys, because we're coming at you from the back pins. So to kick this thing off, I think we'll just give a little brief history of how the Global Cup came into existence. The PBR originally had a concept called the World Cup, and they had those from 2007 to 2010. James, I know you've brought this up to me privately off air. You were a big fan of these, and you were kind of disappointed when they went away, weren't you? Oh, yeah. It broke my heart because I never got to see one in person. You know, it was amazing because they actually went to a lot more countries back then because we didn't have obvious issues around the world that we have to deal with today. They went to Chihuahua, Mexico one year, I know, and Brazil and maybe Canada. So I actually am looking at the list right now. The list of the World Cups in 2007, they went to Gold Coast, Australia. Brazil won that one. In 2008, it was Chihuahua, Mexico. The United States won that one. In 2009, they went to Barretos, Brazil. The United States won down there. And in 2010, they went to Las Vegas, Nevada, and Brazil won that one. Those were the four World Cup events PBR had, and it really hasn't changed much because USA and Brazil are the only countries that want, have won a World or Global Cup, and we'll have to see if that changes this year. And I think based on the teams, which we'll get into a little bit later, I think there's a really good chance of some guys surprising us, like we mentioned earlier, 
and really stepping up. In 2017, the PBR decided to bring back kind of a rebooted version of the World Cup, and they started calling them the Global Cups. In 2017, the first one was in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. The United States won that one. In 2018, they went down under to Sydney, Australia. Brazil ended up winning down there. 2019, Arlington, Texas. Brazil won it. And in 2020, it was also in Arlington. And the USA Eagles won it. Are you surprised that Brazil and the United States are the only countries to have won a global or World Cup? No. And here's why. Because... There's no comparison to the bull power in the United States versus Australia or Brazil or Mexico even. They're just not used to, unless they're over here all the time competing and just happen to, okay, I'm going to be on Team Mexico or Canada or whatever because I am a Canadian or Mexican or Brazilian or whatever or Australian. They're not used to the, the bull power. I would even say... The Brazilians that first come over here, they're a little bit used to it because they they have really huge bucking bulls and really strong bucking bulls, whereas a lot of these other countries, you can be 83 points a lot of times and win a lot of bull ridings, and that won't even get you a check anywhere here in the U.S. Nothing against the stock contractors down under or anywhere else. It's just a whole different level when you get to the U.S. and the bull power. Yeah, I mean, the bull power over here is the best in the world. They do have pretty good bulls in Brazil, but they're a lot different as far as their bucking style. Like James mentioned, they tend to be really big bulls. And generally, when you have really big bulls, there's not as much speed involved. I mean, when you watch videos of Brazilian bull riding, there's not a, there's not a lot of bulls that are less than 1,700, 1,800 pounds. And there's some that are really, really big legitimate 2000 pounders. So it is an adjustment for these guys that come over from Brazil because they're getting on generally a little bit smaller bull. That's going to have a lot more speed and a lot more action to them in most cases. But at the end of the day, you know, anybody can win this deal. It just depends who shows up and who gets the job done, who's there to win and, and who converts when those opportunities are there. One thing I want to touch on is the in 2019, the United States split their team. So the United States has two teams. One of them is the Eagles. So that would be your non-Native American riders. And they came up with the Wolves for the Native American riders to have their own team. And I think that's awesome because Native Americans have been a part of Western culture and what the Western industry and rodeo bull riding for a long time. And there's some really, really good Native American riders out there. So I'm glad they get a chance to showcase what they can do talent-wise and represent their people as well. What do you think about the Wolves team, James? Oh, absolutely. I think it's phenomenal. And as far as the reboot, just to back up just a second, as far as the reboot, I love the original uh, World Cup, but I love the reboot even better because they have an actual Global Cup for anybody that doesn't know and it has horns on it, like a little horn cup thing on on it for each team. And whichever team wins gets to collect the dirt, the soil from that country, wherever they're at, and put it in that cup. And I just think that's unique and really cool that they can take back some of the other country's soil or your own country's soil. So, yeah, it's really neat. And also, you know, it's really nice to have 
a Native American team because, like Cupid said, they've been around for years. In fact, they have their own Indian National Finals Rodeo in Las Vegas every year. It's just like an NFR, but it's just for Native Americans. There's a lot of really talented guys that come from that. Dakota Lewis, Cody Jesus, and the list goes on and on. This year is special to me because I've known Ryan Dirt Eater for a long time, and it'll be good to see him back in the fold with the PBR and, and coaching. I think it's cool that the PBR usually has some pretty prominent names that are head coaches in this deal, and it's always cool to see who they choose, and we'll get into that a little bit later. One thing that's really surprised me since they've started the Global Cup backup is that the highest marked ride over the past four Global Cups they've had is only 90 and a quarter points. That was accomplished by Jess Lockwood and Jose Vitor Leme. I figured it'd be higher than this. And quite honestly, if I had to bet $100 on it right now that they would go over this point total this year at this year's Global Cup, I would. I think they will. I think they're going to have a good pen of bulls without knowing exactly who they're bucking yet. I think it's going to be a really good set of bulls and the way they've been marking bull rides. I don't see how they don't go over this. What about you, James? I don't either. And from 20 to 22, that just goes to show you the bull power and the breeding even has went up a lot because nowadays you, you almost have to be 90 most of the time or really, really close to it to even want to go around. So, yeah, I really think that record's going to be broke and I'm looking forward to it. Because I love watching 90-point rides. I mean, everybody does. That's part of what makes bull riding so awesome to watch when you see those big-time moments. I think it's going to be a really good weekend for sure. So let's get into the the teams here. So there are six teams competing this weekend. It's a one-day event. There's going to be two rounds. Three riders from each team are going to get on each round. And then each rider on a team, so there's five guys on a team, each guy must attempt one bull. And then after that, there's a bonus round where they're going to they're gonna pick one rider on every team to get on one more bull. There's a potential for seven rides per each team, and the highest point total is going to win. We'll kick it off with the USA Eagles. They're going to be coached by Ross Coleman, who is one of the toughest guys in recent memory in PBR. That guy was dirty, rotten, tough, old-school cowboy, rode for a really long time, had a really successful career. He's going to be leading Mason Taylor, Chase Doherty, Boudreaux Campbell, Stetson Wright, and Dalton Castle into battle. On your Team USA Wolves, they're going to be led by Coach Ryan Dirty. Ryan was also a fixture of the PBR for a long time. He had some big-time moments as well. Really good bull rider. He's going to be leading into battle. Stetson Lawrence, Keyshawn Whitehorse, Cannon Cravens, Cody Jesus, and Dakota Lewis. Team Australia is led by a guy I watched a lot as a kid growing up, Troy Dunn. He was a good one to watch. Tougher nails. This guy was dirty, rotten, old school, tough. He's going to be leading Brady Fielder, Kai Hamilton, Cody Heffernan, Cal Miller, and Sam Woodall if he's cleared to compete. Team Brazil is re- led by Mr. Vegas himself, Robson Palermo. This guy made a, made a career out of winning the world finals, it seems like. Did it multiple times, and he uh, never shied away from those big moments. He's leading Jose Vitor Leme, JRV, Joao Ricardo Vieira, Silvano Alves, Denner Barbosa, and Kaike Pacheco. Just with looking at that briefly, that's a pretty stout team right there. Team Canada, going to be led by Tanner Byrne, 
He was a fixture of the PBR UTB tour for quite a while. Pretty good bull rider, really tall bull rider that made it work and and made some really good bull rides. Now transitioned into bullfighting. So he's bullfighting now and he's going to be a Global Cup coach. He's going to lead Jordan Hansen, Dakota Butter, Cody Coverchuk, Jared Parsonage, and Brock Radford. And the last team, Team Mexico, led by Gerardo Venegas. He was also a UTB guy. He's one of the more notable Mexican riders the UTB or Premier Series has ever had outside of probably like Rocky McDonald or somebody like that. Gerardo was on tour for a good while, and he was no slouch himself. He's going to be leading Alvaro Alvarez Aguilar, Edgar Durazo, Javier Garcia, Jorge Valdeviezo, and Francisco Morales. So before we get into really breaking down these teams and what we think is going to happen this weekend, there is going to be a Rank Ride Fantasy event for, for the Global Cup. You can find Rank Ride Fantasy at www.rankridefantasy.com, at Rank Ride Fantasy on Instagram, Rank Ride on Facebook, and Rank Ride TV on YouTube. If you're going to watch the Global Cup, I highly recommend playing in this contest. Don't you agree, James? Oh, absolutely. Who doesn't want a shot at free money and a buckle? Yeah. So not only are they giving away money for this one, they're giving away a buckle, guys. It's going to be a good weekend. It's going to be really fun to play. It's easy to play. You sign up, you pick two riders in each tier. There's three tiers, one bull from each tier. And basically the highest point total wins. There's some probabilities in there and some bonus points you can get, but to keep it simple, the old kiss method that they teach you as a kid to keep it simple, stupid, get your bulls road, get scores on the board and get bull scores. And you're going to have a pretty dang good chance to win. Don't you think James? Yes, sir. I sure do. But the unique part of this is your country pride's going to come out. You're going to be on the edge of your seat the whole time. And if you've got skin in the game anyway, where you got a chance to win some money. I, I think this for the first time, the fans actually have something that they can wear with pride that says Global Cup on it. They had actually won two, and they followed along, and I think that's a unique deal, and I, I'm glad that Rank Ride decided to make this an event special enough to deserve a buckle because typically we don't give out buckles every week, so... Just to have something with the Global Cup on it and what it means is pretty special to me. Everybody else needs to just jump on board and have fun with us. Yeah, putting putting skin in the game on anything makes it better to watch. I'll watch golf if I have money on it, and I'm not a golfer. If you've ever seen me on the golf course, it's ugly, and it's not not good. So that, to me, sums it up what putting skin in the game does for a fan's experience, no doubt about it. And you can bet your buddies, too. I mean... Say you got five or six buddies that are all going to play, each throw 20 bucks in, winner take all. That's 100, 120 bucks right there. So there's other ways you can go about it other than just the money rank ride is putting up themselves. But since we've listed the teams, James, I think on paper, it's pretty obvious to me anyways that Brazil appears to be the heavy, heavy favorite. When you look at their team, you've got three world champions out of the five guys that are on it. Joao Ricardo Vieira, he's been making a big title push this year, and Denner Barbosa's no slouch. That's got to be the favorite, right? On paper, yes, but the fact is, from day one, from 2007 until now, they've always been the favorite on paper. And there's been times where the U.S. has kind of come from behind or maybe just led the whole time. But to go back to whenever they first had 
the Global Cup in Canada there in Edmonton, Canada stepped up and really made a push to try to win. Of course, they were overtaken by other teams, but they stepped up. They were leading after day one, which is this is a little bit different format because typically the Global Cup is two days, and but this year it's only one. But after day one of the first one, Canada stepped up and they were leading it going into day two. So it's going to be fun to see who's going to be the spoiler or the, or the, oh, wow, I really didn't expect that out of this team or that team. Not to discredit what Canada did, but also they had more riders in the contest at that time. When they were doing the first couple, like when they went to Edmonton and Sydney, Australia, the home country got more riders. It was almost like double the riders, I want to say. They had a lot more guys that got on. They had a lot more opportunities to get scores. I know why they did it. They tried to create a level playing field, so to speak. But at the end of the day, I think it should just be the same number of guys across the board. So I'm glad they went away with that. Me too, because it just makes it more fair. doesn't matter if you're a Mexican team or Brazilian or any of the teams. If you've got twice the number of members as everybody else, then you've got twice the opportunity to win. So I think it's just better this way. And I just can't wait. I'm so excited. I want to hear that national anthem of the USA so bad. I know I'm not supposed to be partial, but country pride is going to come out. And I love my country. And I love all those countries and those guys that are competing, whether you're Australia, whether you're Mexican or whatever. I have respect for your country, and I will never do anything to disrespect that or your own country pride. But it's going to come out in me, and I, I love America, and I just hope we win. All right, I think that's natural for everybody. When you're watching the Olympics, you're going to cheer for the country you're living in. I just think that's natural. It's a natural part about being a human. Speaking of the USA, they've also got a pretty pretty decent team here. Uh, Ross Coleman's taking the charge. He's He's picking the matchups for these guys. A guy that sticks out to me right off the bat. Stetson Wright. So he hasn't been riding in the PBR. He's a PRCA guy. He's an all-around hand, though. The guy rides saddle bronc horses extremely well. Really sticky bull rider. I'm not surprised with this pick. I know that they've done this in the past with Sage, and it's worked out for him. I am not surprised Stetson Wright's on this team. He did just get KO'd here in San Antonio not that long ago, but guy like him, it ain't going to bother him. He's going to show up to compete and to win. I would expect Stetson Wright's going to have a big part for Team USA Eagles. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, absolutely. I think looking at this team, I think he's one of the guys you want to lean on. Yeah, he doesn't have that much PBR experience, but he's a world champion saddle bronc rider and a world champion bull rider in the PRCA. and You don't get those by mistake. I'm going to be really interested to see what tier they put him in. Speaking of rank ride fantasy, just because... Gosh, like he's a guy I think I'm going to use depending on what tier he's in. And I would have to lean that he's probably going to be in tier one. I don't know. Time will tell us that, but Stetson Wright can ride any kind of bull. I'm not worried about him. He is going to show up and I expect big things from him. I think a guy on the Eagles that right now has a lot to prove is Boudreaux Campbell. I love Boudreaux. I think Boudreaux a heck of a bull rider. He's great in pressure situations. But he's been struggling lately. He's not on the UTB tour right now. And based on when these teams were picked, if they had gotten picked later, I'm not sure that he would have been picked. That's beside the point. 
I truly think Boudreaux is going to show up here and do something big. I'm rooting for him, and I think when they can choose his matchup, I think they're going to put him on a bull that's most likely going to go left, and I think Boudreaux is going to eat him up. What's your take on Boudreaux being on this USA Eagles team? There's certain guys like a Dalton Castle, Chase Outlaw, Boudreaux Campbell, certain guys you know they are just not going to turn loose till their head hits the ground twice. And that's the kind of guys that you want on your team, especially when it comes to basically trying to win the bull riding Olympics, because this is this is what it is. This is our sports Olympics. There is so much more on the line than just money and, and all that. But Boudreaux has had so much success in AT&T Stadium, winning the finals, winning the rookie of the year in 2020. Sometimes guys need to return to places that they're comfortable in and win in and have won multiple times to have enough confidence walking in the building. Hey, I've been here before. I've, I've been very successful. And I think Boudreaux is going to do that. And I think I wouldn't surprise me if he's over 90 a few times. Yeah, that's what I'm expecting out of Boudreaux. I think you're going to see a fired up Boudreaux ready to roll. So moving on to the Team USA Wolves, Ryan Dirt Eater, he's leading the charge here. Pretty good team, I think, honestly. You've got Stetson Lawrence, who's riding really, really good right now, having one of the best years of his career. You've got a guy like Keyshawn Whitehorse, who Keyshawn's a gamer. He ain't going to quit the ship early, and he gets really gritty when he has to. That's one thing about Keyshawn. I think if you're a coach, you might be willing to put him on a bull that guys don't like that much because Keyshawn is gritty enough where he can really get by some of those stronger bulls that aren't as fun to get by. They don't have great timing. Keyshawn tends to do well with some of that stuff. Come down to Cannon Cravens. Cannon Cravens can go 90 at any time. He gets matched up right. He can really style a bull up that goes into his hand. And I would imagine that he's a guy they're looking to, to get a bull that's going to go into, into Cannon's hand. And you round it out with Cody Jesus. He's kind of similar to, to Cannon can really, really dress him up going into his hand to the left. And Dakota Lewis. Dakota's another guy just gritty. Dakota ain't going to quit on a bull. And I think the USA Wolves put together a pretty good team. What do you think? I think their their strategy must have been we're going to be 90 or nothing going into this, looking at this on paper anyway, because that seems to be kind of what Cannon Cravens is as of late. And that's always been kind of, Cody Jesus's deal. He's going to let those spurs fly and give those bulls the iron. So it puts a lot of pressure on. I think there's a lot more pressure on the coaches this year than there ever has been as far as making sure the guys fit the right bulls and giving them the best chance to win. I think there's always pressure anytime you're in a coaching situation just because at the end of the day, you're responsible for that team. And, you know, these coaches get to pick the matchups. There's a lot of pressure, but you know they're talking to these guys. They're getting input from these guys. So it's not like a coach is going to totally go against what his team says. He's definitely going to hear what they have to say and make what he thinks is the best matchups for that that particular team. Moving on to Team Australia, led by 1998 PBR world champion Troy Dunn. I think they put together a pretty solid squad. You're not seeing names like Aaron Clyer on there, who I was a little bit shocked by, but you've got Kai Hamilton, who I think is really talented. I think it's a matter of time before you see Kai 
on the UTB tour. I know he went to some velocities earlier this year, but he's also a guy that rodeos pretty hard. He's made the NFR, so it can be tough for him to get to all those events. So Kai is going to probably be one of the better guys on that team. Brady Fielder, Cody Heffernan, Callum Miller, and Sam Woodall, if he's cleared by the, the trainers and whatnot. What else besides Kai sticks out to you about Team Australia? I know they're going to be tough. I know they're going to be gritty because, well, I've never met an Australian that's not when it comes to bull riding. But <laughs> That's true. Um, Troy Dunn's going to have these guys motivated like no other team because truthfully, other than Mexico, I feel like they are the, the underdog. I don't think anybody's really giving them a chance. Going into Team Canada, they're led by Tanner Byrne, and they've got a, a decent squad here for sure as well. Some UTB experience in guys like Dakota Butter, Brock Radford, those guys have both been on the UTB tour. Jordan Hansen's a guy that he rodeos as well, and he's had some success. Cody Coverchuk and Jared Parsonage, this is a nice little squad Canada put together, I thought. I think that's your sleepers. I think if anybody's going to really push the USA and, and Brazil, it's going to be those guys. And I had misled earlier and talked about how the bull power and stuff was not quite the same in other countries. Well, a lot of bulls come from Canada down to the U.S., so they're kind of a little bit more used to getting on the same types of bulls as the USA and, and Brazilian team is as well. So so we'll see. Yeah, Canada has a lot of good bulls. They That doesn't apply to them. There's a ton of bulls that come down here from Canada that turn into superstars. I mean, flat out, like you think Canadian Mist was a Canadian bull, just right off the top of my head. There's plenty of them, and you can you can spot them from a mile away because they got that CAN brand on them when they come down. So Canada's got a bunch of good bulls up there. Those guys have been on rank bulls. I'm not worried about them, and I agree. I think if I had to pick a dark horse, it's probably them, just on paper. And finishing up with Team Mexico, led by Gerardo Venegas, Alvaro Alvarez Aguilar, Edgar Durazo, Javier Garcia, Jorge Valdeviezo, Francisco Morales. You know, Francisco's been around and Jorge's been around lately, and I've definitely seen those other three. The only one I really haven't seen at the UTB level is Javier Garcia. I think he's been on the Global Cup team before, though. I would have to double-check that. But Javier's a guy I've seen ride. He's ridden up in my area before. He's got talent, a little bit younger of a guy, not as seasoned at this level. It's no secret. It's it's an uphill battle for these guys, but the one thing about Team Mexico, they are not going to quit. They're tough. They are not going to be intimidated. They're going to give you what you get, what they got. It might not work out all the time, but you got to appreciate the effort these guys put in in every Global Cup. Absolutely, and let's not forget that, that one of those guys, I think it was the first one you mentioned, I can't pronounce her name, so I'm glad that you did, but one of those guys won a go-round at the PBR Finals last year, and I believe it was 91, 92 points. So it was Alvaro. Yeah. Alvaro rode uh, Detroit lean last year at the Finals. Yeah, don't think these guys are just going to go in there and just hand it to anybody. And don't think they don't have the ability to get it done, because they do. I just think the bull power is going to play a huge factor here and who they're up against. But it, they're David and the other teams are Goliaths, in my opinion nothing against them. I know they're going to try their guts out 
And no matter what happens, win, lose, or draw, they should be proud of their efforts and proud of their country. And I know they are. Yeah, you know, they're definitely the David in, in the whole deal, but David defeated Goliath. So you never know what's going to happen. So heading into the rank ride weekend, I mean, it's really tough to give a whole lot of insight without knowing how the tiers are going to be laid out, but there's a lot of good choices here. Um, I don't know the bulls that are in the draw yet. That'll be released sometime before it starts, but I'm excited for a good weekend of bull riding. And I think it's really unique. Like we kind of touched on a little bit. These guys are going through the same format that you are as a rank ride fantasy player. It's really unique in that format. It's not an individual event. It gives you a chance to really put your country allegiances aside and have something to cheer about other than your own country's team. So I'm excited for that. I know you are too, James. Do you have anything to add going into this rank ride weekend? Oh, this is one of my favorite events every time they have one and has been since its inception. And I really look forward to it. And I'm like you, Cooper. I, I wish we had the tears and everything in front of us so we could really break this down a little bit better and kind of help people that play along with us that actually listen to the podcast but we don't and we're sorry all we can do is give our thoughts and our opinions on it and we hope that you guys enjoy our knowledge and what we tell you and we wish everybody the best of luck because you're going to need it and i think that'll about wrap it up we don't want to get too crazy long on this one um before we get out of here like I said, if you want to get entered in that giveaway for the shoot tape from the 2019 Global Cup, all you have to do is message us on Facebook or Instagram or from the Backpins pages and tell us what team you want to win. And we'll leave that open till the Global Cup starts on Saturday. And, you know, you might as well try to get yourself some shoot tape. It's pretty cool stuff. It looks really good when you hang it up. It looks good and it's a cool keepsake to have. Do you have anything before we get out of here, James? Good luck to all the teams and the coaches because there's a whole lot more on the line than just another bull riding. And I just like to say a thank you to all our listeners and give us some feedback. And thank you to um, the people that are listening on my Facebook page and asking me questions about rank ride. I really appreciate that. And one last thing before I wrap it up last week, I kind of missed out on this, but. The most important thing I want any of you to learn from anything I tell you is that every day is a gift from God and what you do with it, quite simply and honestly, that's your gift back to him. God bless. Floor is yours, Coop. Thanks, James. Back at you. And like he said, yeah, just give us some feedback, guys. We're looking for ways. We want to make this as good as it can be for you guys as listeners. You can find us on Facebook. It just called From the Backpens at From the Backpens on Instagram. My email is cooper, C-O-O-P-E-R, from the backpens.gmail.com. You can find more about Rank Ride at their website, www.rankridefantasy.com, at Rank Ride Fantasy on Instagram, Rank Ride on Facebook, and Rank Ride TV on YouTube. I think it's going to be an exciting weekend. I hope you guys have a blessed weekend. Everybody stays safe and enjoys your free time. And until next time, come back and visit us again from the Backpens. 